Thank you for tuning in to the newest episode of Grits in the City podcast. We are back, better known as Girls Raised in the South and the City. I'm Drea G. I'm Tasha, also known as the Black Rogue. And I'm Yami T. And, and we're, we're the Grits. How's everybody doing this week? I'm okay. I'm tired. It's, it's a new cold. year. <laughs> And I've been working a lot. Yeah. I mean. You started a new gig, though. Yeah. yeah. I know. And I got to go into that damn city every day. Getting on this train. You know how I feel about public transportation. <laughs> <laughs> it was 10 degrees yesterday. And I Bro. was really about to stay home. Like, literally. You need a cuddle buddy this season. Well, I think you kind of late for cuffing season. No, it's not, girl. People are trying to cuff me right People, now. People, baby, you. you People are trying to cuff me right now. Winter is here. They've been, like, hitting me up and every day. still about two more months. Right. You yeah. know, New York don't get but warm nah, nah, until. Nah. You, you can definitely. We're not May. until May. Right. June, but you shit. see, you know. They trying to be, cuff my ass. Nah, what, what it, what's going to happen is about May, they're going to start kind of weaning you off of them. Because they're preparing. I, I felt like they're going to wean me off towards Valentine's Day. I've been <laughs> trying to be early. real nice. That's real talk. To get right. my Valentine's you know Day gift. I'm trying to be nice to no everybody. Flowers, shit. I'm cutting these hoes off. Yeah, for, for real. I'm about to cut everybody off. They'll give me no damn flowers. But shit. Valentine's Day is a woman's holiday. I never. Have you had a man I give you a flower in New York? I've yeah. definitely seen men on damn, the subway lucky girl. on Valentine's carrying them bears. Carrying them roses yeah. on the train. It's kind of cute. That's to their mama. That's to their mama. It's kind of cute, shit. but it's like, mm. I know I've <laughs> definitely gotten some of those um, uh, uh, drugstore flowers before the Aww. morning of Valentine's Day. Oh my God. I got the the all that man he forgot. Oh my God. Do y'all remember? We I don't got some shit. I don't know if I'm showing my age right now, but when I was in high school, like the thing to get was those in Texas was the the bear and the balloons. Mm-hmm. This, this, bullshit contraption that you couldn't do nothing with right but it was nice to look at it was like i got a bear and a balloon and i got it in front of my my classmates so you know you feel good when getting you get it that, in front of your yeah. class I, I i have literally told my husband right do not waste your money on flowers no. unless you plan to send them what? to my job right oh. <laughs> i love you know what i don't, I don't no. need flowers just in the house that's too much money i love flowers Day? no yeah, I send like them flowers. To everybody. Let them everybody to my in my job know yeah, I got somebody. They really somebody. will serve their purpose. I right? love flowers, girl. I think it's like, you know, when Amanda sends you flowers, mm. I think that that's like, especially if you're into that, it's just thoughtful. It so. is. No, look, don't get me wrong. Like, if if we've never had the conversation and you send me flowers, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to give you everything that you're right. supposed to give. You're going to get all this. <laughs> However, well, maybe. Shit, now that we've had the conversation, you, right. you know, like, give me something that I can do something with. Them flowers are going to be dead and white. Right. I appreciate I the flowers. It's <laughs> some women that y'all be, like here, y'all yeah. be up here, get flowers all the time. She unappreciative, y'all. <laughs> I'm appreciative. I, I'll accept flowers, candy. Right. I'm all, I just want to know you're thinking about the card. card. Shit. I just want to know I'm on your mind. That's, you know, For that's real, it. I just, I just love that shit. You know, y'all be been living this good life, okay? Both of y'all living a good life. Baby, y'all working from home. I I, I gotta I, how do I, hike to my job. Shit, working from home days are over. I'm oh. hiking with you now, baby. I done did all sorts of traveling. I used to drive in my car to go mm. see customers. I've, I've you had, working for the knives. The job back in the day, the way that they were selling <laughs> knives door to door, okay. knives are vacuum cleaners. No, baby, you was working I, for those I knives. I do not sell knives here in New York City. Uh, <laughs> Have y'all ever been out on one of those interviews? <laughs> I was on one of those interviews when back I was in the fresh day. out of college. Okay, thank you. I, I definitely played. I definitely went to some pyramid scheme interview, and I was like, up and 
I'm out of here. Showed up for one of those interviews and they was talking about the management track. And, right. and I was like, well, let's go sit. Girl, they had me out there walking around door to door selling. I said, all right. Okay. <laughs> like you're going to sell Bibles. Get Wait, ass. You were selling knives from door to door? No. Vacuum cleaners, boo. Oh, Lord. No. That was the job interview. I Fix think it, mine was like... They had me on a ride along with like two other like yep. white dudes. I'm like, man, what is this type of setup? Hell no. So like I said, yeah, I promptly yep, yeah. got, got on the next thing smoking. Anyway. Okay, so y'all. So uh, this brings us to our segment, I'll Drink to That. Yeah. So this segment is basically whatever we want to give a cheers to, whatever we feel like whoever could be doing something great right now. We just want to say, you know, that's what's up. So um, I'm saying what's up. To Spike Lee. Spike Lee just got nominated for his first Oscar for his uh, movie Black Klansman. And that was a great movie. Well, I'm happy that Spike is finally being acknowledged. So, yeah, I mean, right. I'm with your Kudos to him because he has been making films since the 80s. Man. And yeah. they've been, generally speaking, quality films. I mean, you may or may not like what he does. You may not it's like different. the content. It's a different type of, you know, you know vision. Right. Mm-hmm. But what he brought, nobody was doing it. So it's dope. I'm just happy because, you know, with Spike Lee was hating Tyler, Tyler Perry for a long time. He was hating on his ass. <laughs> and I just, now he can shut up a little bit. I think he was just a little bitter because, you know, everybody in Hollywood was fucking with Tyler Perry. But has Tyler been nominated for no, but right. that don't mean shit. Spike, I'd hate on Tyler. Why? I because fuck Tyler with Tyler. Makes trash. Like, well, okay, let me take that back. Well, they Tyler don't make no fucking trash. They have their own lane. That Medea, it's some deep shit, though. Like, uh, uh, Y'all been to a Medea play? I've never been to. A Y'all didn't stop hating up on Medea. Medea deep as fuck. Medea, that's how <laughs> that's Tyler Perry started. Listen, that's how he got. That, I mean, and he hired all successful. the black people in it, but he had other movies outside of Medea. You know? Okay. Yeah. He had uh the, the color girls, right the color girls. That was oppressive. That was a depressing movie. And then he had the other one um with Janet Jackson and shit and Jill Scott. Why did I get married? Yeah. No, 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 no. He had like three of those. Yeah, why? Yep, that's he had that too. No. And then he had some other random ass movies. Tyler Perry straight. And he got all the TV shows. And he got that TV show on on right now that everybody watch. Y'all know that TV show on on the Oprah's network that everybody watch. The haves and the have nots. Yeah, so y'all need to stop. Y'all need to. I heard that's a great show. Put some respect on Tyler Perry's (laughs) name. Not realistic sometimes spike lee like, shit he, y'all no, like spike lee shit no, like but, that though no what, I don't like what spike i'm lee saying about like that, about tyler perry is that sometimes he makes his villains so villainous like you can't like it's no yeah, it's, it's no redemption that's real and, life shit and then though. he makes the hero so corny where it's not believable right so you know that's the thing you know how they but always. But you like Spike Lee. It's, it's a running movie. Okay, well, you like his movie with all the crackheads. Okay, no. Y'all like Spike Lee movie with all the damn crackheads and all his fucking movies. You know what? They're just some of his movies. Some of his movies are good though. But this is the thing. Spike Lee is a different type. He's a filmmaker. Like he's been doing this for thirty years. But he, thirty plus years. That don't mean you good though. He good yeah, though. He, but he, you know, he has a he solid great. body of work behind him. He is just a different type of film. Maker than Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry, yeah, that's Listen, true. Shit. Uh, it's different strokes for different folks. I guess, you know, Spike Lee, you know, coming maybe from his perspective, I guess he felt like Tyler Perry was possibly in the vein of that, what do they call these things? Cooney. In this and in the South they say the chitlin circuit. Yeah. Or these types of different, you know, but ways. He, but he couldn't call out 
uh, John Singleton for all his damn movies where everybody gets shot well, up at the time. It's more realism and it's it's more realistic and it and he's really painting and a he's picture. He's an activist and he's painting a picture of what what people's lives look like in the hood. So it's it's real so life. he couldn't say shit about Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy, all of them all that right. play woman. They play woman in movies and shit. The roles though, that's the thing. Tyler Perry creates call the roles. Madea was a comedy, but that's not the only shit that he does. Right. I just think no, he's evolved. I'll give him that. Right, and I just think that they're different types of filmmakers, and I feel like they're both <laughs> successful black men doing their thing, and I think that's just kind of where we should leave. And it. that's kind of the bottom line. Yeah. I do agree with that. Exactly. You know, I used to I used to work with with Spike Lee, so I can't be hating on him. You know, he's he's really talented, right? And he's done a lot, you know, for yeah, the community, really ta- and and yeah, he does a lot for his Brooklyn. contributions to the arts, especially you know. Breaking down all these barriers. Hell, he the reason why why Tyler Perry could create a lane for himself. Black people are all creative and they we are magical. So shit. you know when we come together, it's it's more magic. So all right, I'm going to toast to all this new music uh, that's coming out that I'm excited to hear for 2019. It's just it's so many artists, but y'all know what I'm really excited about. Um, like anybody that knows me, they know I, I love music, love me some trap. I, I consider myself to have a wide palette, but I love me some hip hop. But I'm really excited about this female movement. I I like people like I grew up listening to Kim, to to Foxy, to Trina, to all the big names, um, you know, Missy. And now, you know. It kind of died down for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We had the rain and Nikki, where it was really just kind of her. Mm-hmm. But now I'm so excited to see this reemergence of all this women talent from people like Dreezy um, out of Chicago, who is who just dropped her second album, um, her follow up to um, her first, um, and she's doing her damn thing. Like uh, she had the track with. Cash Doll, yeah, fuck with uh, Cash Doll, Chanel Slides. So just showing that female empowerment, like I love seeing that. We got you know up and coming people like Meg, Megan The Stallion out of Houston, Texas. Like she's you know getting nods and looks. Yeah. They're trying to you know put her on uh, you know freshman list. So she's doing her thing. You got people, uh, new MCs emerging that's been on the come up for a while, like Melly out of Harlem and NYC. Um, Spanish rapper doing her thing and uh, I'm just I'm excited about just the movement of the, the female uh, hip hop that got the city girl that one city yeah. girl I don't know her name that one because the other one in jail Carisha or her name, her name is, is Carisha her name is Miami Young Miami Young Miami, yeah I like her I like the her and that Cardi B that right. video was that video was lit you know Lil it was Lil Ralph you know, but you know, I just say that it's, it's the Rump Shakers uh, 3.0 because listen, you know, the men did it. Wait, is that we what just, she was flying people out for? Yeah, that's what they got flew out for. Shit, I would have been, I would have like signed up. Racks. You could have got that girl. I'm so fucking pissed. I didn't know about Missed that out. shit. But I'm digging all the female camaraderie showing that we are more powerful when we join forces. And combine our voices sometimes. It's okay. You you still do your own thing. But it's cool that we're not threatened by one another. And we can still do great things together. So I'm excited for all the new music. Um, shout out to Dreezy, who just dropped her new album. 
Um, I think she's hella dope. So. I ed- I edit her on Twitter. She like she can't say shit back. I just feel some type of way, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You know. How we gonna support them if they don't want to support our asses? <laughs> Talk on it. <laughs> Yami, what you toasting to? I am going to toast to mental health and therapy. You know, it's the start of the year. Yes. Mm-hmm. You got you know. therapist now? I do. Yeah, girl, I, I need therapists too, girl. I've been calling my mama brother and her all the damn time. I yeah, there is so much trauma in the world, and in it particular is. Mm-hmm. for us colored folks. Right. You know, one of my girlfriends was just telling me the other day about how she grew up, and she was relaying this to, to someone else, and the person was like, oh, you had a rough upbringing. And she was like, no, it was fine. And what rough was is that she grew up in a single-parent home, her mom had to work. She wasn't there with her. You know, mm-hmm. things that actually are kind of normal for a lot of us. But sometimes... Who told her she had a rough upbringing? A white girl? Ooh, yeah. The, oh, see. Hmm. <laughs> they love therapy. Right. They love some damn therapy. But the reality of it is she might need to go to therapy. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us might have a lot of unresolved issues yeah. that we've True. taken on as normal. I know for myself, um, you know, my I had a nice little revelation about because mm-hmm. look, you know, I know I seem all calm and collected, but when I snap, it's a wrap. And oh, I was like, Lord, I need to work I on that. On my ass. <laughs> so is she short too? The short one, like a chihuahua. This shit just all, right, all on you, you know. But I realized that that's not normal or it's healthy or whatever. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and take charge of that this yes. year. Okay, can we ask how did you find this this particular person? Yes, Psychology Today. Okay, and then I filtered for African American. Okay, oh, okay, and then I filtered by my zip code. Okay, well that's dope. And so I mean they have you know other things in terms of are you looking for? They have a whole listing of like what is it that you're looking for? Is right it for career? Is it mm. for just personal improvement? Is it marriage or therapy? Is it abuse and so on and so forth yeah, so and do these rates therapists. do they seem affordable are they willing to work with you because there's so many people that can use something like this absolutely so there are a lot of uh people have sliding scale okay so depending on how yeah. much you make your income mm-hmm. and then so then there's also if they can work with your insurance some people will help you kind of figure that out in terms of being out of network and they'll bill you at a rate that's fair enough so then whenever the insurance reimburses them and whatever um, and then okay. there's also people who are just straight up covered, and then you also come out of your pocket. So, right. Damn, I, I mean, there's a number of ways, but you'd be surprised at how much of your actual, the insurance that you get through mm-hmm. your job will cover a lot of outpatient I services. Right, but you know, because black people shit. especially, we get, we like, we don't got no money for therapy. Mm-hmm. We don't got, you know, we don't have dollars to allocate towards that a lot of times in these households. Um, so, you know, it's just like, shit, we don't have money now, but, but, but figuring out that workaround and knowing that there are other options. I was just talking with and a friend recently about this. You try to sit there pursue? No, but I, but recently she, she, I mean, it wouldn't hurt me to talk to someone. Damn, everybody wants you to know, sit there. I, I need think, to see a therapist. I think, I'm traumatized. Listen, y'all. my five year, this little five year old bitch when I was a kid. <laughs> She was teasing me and shit. Shaniqua, I'm not lying. When I was in elementary school, this little bitch named Shaniqua, I think her last name was Taylor. If you out there, bitch, I know it's, it's years you later, so but silly. shit, watch your back, bitch. But she traumatized so me. So Tasha has unresolved issues. Clearly. And this is why people do therapy okay. because what happens is... <laughs> you have a trigger. She as, teased me in my hair. What happens she is... She probably called me Puff Puff Girl, girl that shit, that bitch. We become I had nice puffy adults hair. with these same ideologies that we internalize and now we're taking them into our relationships with the people that we love and that we're building with. And so, yeah, sometimes... 
it helps to have a sounding board, you know, to kind of yeah. make it make sense. Oh, so, that shit ain't that's what's up, Yami. On that note, <laughs> we're going to... Cheers! Cheers! Yes, we are self-medicating, too. Yeah. <laughs> Cocktails. We're ready. If you at home, drink responsibly. Wait, responsibly. Drink, drink. drink responsibly. <laughs> Just you drink. trying to be our liquor sponsor? <laughs> Holler at your girls. Because they have to holler. Pretty much anything. Yes, yeah. all of it. I'm not picky. White, brown. Oh, fuck, we drink it right now. I'm about to get me another fucking drink. <laughs> Pull up then. I'm dead ass. Oh, for <laughs> our Southern Sound Off today, you know, the Southern Sound Off segment. That's our big segment for our show. So today, topic that we're discussing is sex. Mm. So we're talking about everything uh, from sexual freedoms, some of the conversations that we've heard in New York City around sex, Mm. Um, you know, growing up in the South, uh, talking about sex, sex expectations, body count. And more, and so yeah, don't judge. That's no yeah. be snitching to my mom. And we're either. trying to put you on game too about maybe what you should and should not be asking a grown ass woman. For example, so recently I saw a post on Instagram um, where it was Meek Mill, where it was fabulous, and it was Future in the frame. And the caption said, "Meek Mill said, how many bodies do you got?" You know, as Posing a question to women, all right. Why was he asking the woman them questions? Meek Mill has been letting us have all his thoughts of lately, you know, from telling us about the the lace. He was fronts. thinking a lot of jail, girl. Yeah, so he, he, he all out. He, it, but no, recently, like when he dropped his album, um, what he was doing a lot of the the ass Twitter. And one of the things he said, you know, he's looking for a woman. But what he did say was it was important how many bodies that she had. Why is it important to him? I bet he can't even count how many bodies he's had. Okay, let me give you another example. Okay, a recent episode of Growing Up Hip Hop. I'm seeing Angela Simmons and uh, Romeo Miller. Like, I, I like Romeo. Romeo has always seemed like, you know, like he got his head on straight. But mm-hmm. flat-footed and, 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 and straight-faced and, and look Angela straight in her eyes, he said, how many penises have you had in you? Like, how many men you been with? Was he just on joking TV? as a friend? I, he, I mean, he felt very I flirty. Should, I, I my homeboys be on that. We be talking yeah. all types of shit. My nigga, no. let me tell you something. I got a whole baby. Like, I'm a grown-ass woman. Like, are you my man? Why are you asking me that shit on camera, number one? Number two, why are you fixing your mouth to ask me that? How many women you been with? And It it's could just, be her homeboy. I, I just don't know. What's the right answer to a so question are, are like that? are you fine? Right. What What is the right answer? You know, I when, mean, I'm going to tell it. I'm damn near 40. If I said that I have slept with 50 men, which sounds like a crazy number, I would have maybe slept with two people a year since the age of These are 20. just hypotheticals, people. You know, these are just hypotheticals, exactly. I am not telling you my business, because I don't think that's an answer. That's a question that needs an answer. But I'm like, what's the right answer? So when I tell you 50, you're going to look at me crazy, but I might have only slept with two people a year. They want you know, I mean, like, think about it. I don't think people actually even think about what the fuck they're asking when they ask a stupid question. Right. And but my thing is, well, what's your response? Like, my thing is, like, what is that going to do for you? 
Tasha, you don't seem to. What, what, what's up? Because you're like you and your boy talk talk about this. So it's not a it's not a problem. No, we can talk about me. Like it depends if he's somebody I'm a date with. That's crossing the line. But right. if you're a homeboy, like me and my homeboy, my best friend Randy, we like we talking about all types of shit. Right. Like he told me all his business. Telling me about like all kind of girls, and I tell him all my business. He asks me all types of crazy well, questions. Listen, I get it. And it, if we was on TV, he'll do the same shit, right? But that the way that he was asking, like he like he was trying it, to smash her. Yeah, he was very flirty with her. They 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 are obviously friends and have been friends for a while. But I just don't think that that is an appropriate question for someone to ask. You, especially that's not your man. How she react to that question? Uh, she kind of like. You know, gave a reaction like, "Are you really asking me this question right now and on camera?" Like, Let's you re- ask her on and then she media. just deflected. She was like, "And uh, what about coming to my event?" Most of the ass. Let's get they get their ass on the show. Let's let's tell them to come to our next show. <laughs> yeah, but I don't we know. need to get this information from there. Right? You know, men have these expectations or these ideologies. So you you have a man like Meek Mill that that is asking a northern man. Right, he he is a northern man. He's probably been with a thousand women, and it's just the hypocrisy of it all that you know that we women are still being placed in these boxes. You know, we're women. Like it's a different day and age. Women owning a, their sexuality. We but got. The, I, I see why we got slut walks, and I see why you know. But. Amber Rose is kind of striking up movements and kind of bossing up and kind of rebelling. But I don't feel like I'm saying like in New York, they don't really care like that much about like who you slept with, how many partners you slept with. Because like most people that I meet in New York, they're very like sexually liberated and shit. Yeah, they they're like so open about all types of shit. But I just meet type of different types of dudes from everybody. Like, you know, like the the meth head baby I was fucking with. (laughs) And he was also do shit. He was telling me he had threesomes with his brother. And low-key, I felt like he was trying to ask me to be in their shit. But you know... Wait, did you say threesomes with his brother? Yeah. Like um, blood brother? Yeah. Oh, he said like... So he's having Tasha incest. said, I don't care if they was real brothers. Shit. He was doing all types... <laughs> that wasn't me, shit. They was doing some shit uh, with, with other no. girls. They I'm was so having, fucked up. Right? I am <laughs> he was not about his brother's trying to participate size. in he no was, Chinese That's like incest between two no. dudes. He was telling me about his brother's dick size. Is that that that, that was, he was just like they too was, far. They was messing with the same girl. But you know what? I will say that's, this. that's that New York shit. My experience in New York, <laughs> I have never met more pansexuals, bisexuals, poly, right. right? Fill in the blank. I yeah, mean, I definitely had a nigga try to proposition me on some polyamorous type of shit. Like, oh, okay, no, yes. thank you. Bye. When I moved here, I was like, clutch my pearls because. I just wasn't. Oh, you used AKA to that girl shit. talk about clutch my pearls. Yes, ma'am, I am. But I, at AKA and a good southern woman. Because girl. I was just like, what in the hell? Now, look, I'm not approved, but I just wasn't ready for right. as many encounters as I experienced. Yeah. I be fantasizing. Girl, what you be fantasizing <laughs> about, baby? I be fantasizing, but you know, I guess I'm not, you know, I'm not on the meth and all that shit that well, the meth look, had. The, the meth had made, almost took me to some freaky levels. We we didn't do shit because, you know, he went ghost. He went on like a drug binge or some shit. 
Sounds like a, a <laughs> but he was saying all types of freaky shit. He used to do orgies and shit and burning sands. Y'all know about the burning sands shit. That's not about that's, a orgies, that's Burning Man. Burning, the burning, oh, burning it's man. It's called the Burning, burning man, man Festival. Yes, he said yes. they go out there. They don't <laughs> burning sands. They don't, is something different, girl. That's a white people shit. They said they don't take showers for a whole week. They be having orgies. They be on ecstasy. They right. all types of no, shit. That doesn't that's sound that like anything. Shit. That's right. that New York shit. That's New York shit. But it was it was entertaining man to is in me. California though, <laughs> but they right. go they went from New York. No, that's just to your California. hippie friend. It ain't no New York. But shit. in New York, you meet Cause, hippies because New York dudes don't even want to leave New York City because they don't think nothing else is better. I met another City. man and he he's a uh, he was an artist here in New York and he said that like we met online and we were just having this conversation and he was like yeah my birthday's coming up i'm like what are you doing for your birthday he was like oh yeah i'm just gonna plan an orgy i was like wait yeah so they don't really care about body count but no no i literally no i okay so so i'll bring my southern experience into it too but the the only time i ever been asked that was by someone here uh, you know, of your body count, yeah, like, yeah. Was he a hood New York dude? He was, uh, he was a Caribbean man. Oh, well, that's different. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> that is different. Was he Haitian? Different. No, because they Christians, he was Jamaican. girl. They, they good at two. No, he was, yeah, he was Jamaican. Like Jamaicans don't even go down, and he was a pathological liar. So, he, oh, yeah, they don't, he's null and void. Yeah, you know, because I did date a, a Jamaican they, man. The, the West Indian dudes don't, don't even yeah, go down was, on you. Although they do expect you to suck. The ones in the too. South go down. I don't know about the ones in New York. The Damn, ones in New York, no. they really don't. Because I dated you know, I was with this dude like for a long time here in New York. He was Jamaican. And he was just like, yeah, I didn't start eating out until I got 30. I was like, what? Yeah. 30 years old. I dated a dude out here. He was like 40. and uh, Some dudes are not. And not he was like, it. he just wasn't going to do it. And then whenever he started getting a little too attached and I was trying to like, you know, move away from the situation, he was ready to go down. And I was like, you ain't finna take my life because you ate my pussy. You know? So <laughs> oh, I was Lord. like, uh-uh. Because I was like, I'm not going to let you make that you sacrifice know, for that me. That Long no. Island nigga I was fucking with, his ass, uh, his ass didn't go down. Talk about, oh, he want a girl to go down on him, but he don't want to eat out. This ain't okay. going to work out. All right. Yeah. All right. The hips, there are, the, with the hips I was fucking with. Okay, no. So there I've, are. I've only seen that here. That, that men who don't go down. And I've only seen it amongst West Indian dudes. You know what? I don't even. I don't know I'm not a big person. Like, I don't even trip off of that, to be honest. Girl, you bugging. I need I'm all not, that like, shit. So I mean, it's just about, it, it's principle for me. I don't necessarily yes, need you to do principle. it. Right. If you're not going to do that to me, please do not expect me to Well, no, they me. shouldn't expect you they to do that. They be expecting you. Now. Because it's, it's girls out here that's doing all types of shit for their asses. Right. They be looking at their <laughs> out there looking at their asses. Right. They definitely do, <laughs> they some, do. some some My strange things. He had a girl looking at his ass, his ex-girl. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> into that shit. Butter up. He said they taste all each other's bodies. Uh-uh. Okay, no, 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 no. I'm not trying to do all that. But you know what? For me, it's just like if somebody is not into it, like I wouldn't want them to do it no way because you're not going to do it right no way. So I'd rather not waste my time right. and I'd rather you not waste your time mm. either. So, you know, but I will say, yeah, maybe here I, I have seen that more to where yeah. they don't. You know, it, but just go to a comedy show that has a home. West Indian headliner, and there's gonna be a whole series of jokes about how ain't nobody going down. But that's how I knew for sure it was some real. Shit. You know, even you know Nigerian men, for example, they freaks. They 
I mean, I think they would. It's just not something. There's that... some blessed black men. I heard, girl. I heard it got right. They <laughs> Aztec warriors. You know, when they from the motherland, they, they warriors. You the know, bingo warriors. Okay, so we talking about expectations, ladies. You know, so it's cool for them to have you know men and, and to have these expectations. We gotta cook. You know, we gotta be able to count our partners on one hand or whatever to be you know wifey material. Okay, so how y'all feel about um, size? Does size matter? Should we be placing those expectations that on men? That shit matter. What the fuck? Yes, it does. I, I'm a grown ass woman. I say it matters too. Like I don't want to hear no I'll bullshit. Just say I this. don't know. <laughs> way, way, way back in my younger years. I used to think it didn't matter either. <laughs> I used to didn't think. I used to think it did matter. I, oh. And then I met Girl, a gentleman. Girl, no. And he probably had the smallest penis <laughs> that I have ever seen. Because, you know, I was worried about my body count. So I was like, <laughs> oh, like, oh no. this shit ain't even count. I am not going to waste my number with this one. Mm-mm. And then you know he just you know he kept he he, he kept working for Child. it. So then finally you know mm-hmm. one day you know after my little three month rule and all that little silly stuff I had in place back then, um, I let him oh, have that it. That ain't silly. <laughs> it was about five months at that point. <laughs> oh, because, okay. You know That's three sad. months is whenever we got in the bed and I reached down and I was like, "This is a finger. I ain't no oh, right. right. oh, so, so you weren't pressed. She up there fucking a chicken good. nugget. Hell to the dog. But then mm-hmm. when we actually, when I tell you that he like, I feel like I'm not supposed to say Yami this. Yami rubbed on now. it. Oh, okay. I'm trying to figure out. But mm-hmm. I hope he, he ain't listen to this. He was an amazing lover. Let me just put it that way. Okay. Him and his little penis was an amazing lover. Child. He wouldn't even got to my but, but ultimately, it did not dog. work. And I'm going to tell you a big reason <laughs> that it did not work. Uh, yeah. Well, I wasn't going to fight to hold on to his little <laughs> Right. He was an amazing Did he do you wrong? Well, which did is he do issue. you dirty? Did he break up with you? He had because, the nerve to be married. Right. And then you like, you cheated. little oh, dick. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And that's the first yeah. insult that fly out your mouth. Oh, you I see? Mean, you it's ready. Like, with your little dick, you should be glad one person wanted to have... You know, well, man, you gotta go nigga, and get greedy. These niggas ain't shit. Right? They want. They, they expect so much from our ass. They up there don't have got small dicks. They got enough. Shit. And size does matter. Man, like, no, shit. I used to think the opposite. You know, when I was younger, it's all young. about the heart and shit. Or yeah, or Fuck that. you know, the foreplay and the no, Mm-mm. no. So yeah, it can't be too big too because you know when I yeah, first moved yeah. to New York, I saw my the biggest penis I have ever seen in my mm. life. He was a Caribbean man. He was Trinidadian, uh. and he came to my house, you know, and then he pulled it out. I was just like, uh, uh-uh, I'm sorry, sir. We won't be able to do shit. <laughs> I told okay. him straight up, I ain't touching you. We ain't gonna do shit because your shit is, is too big. He had a little horse leg, girl. It was oh, a horse no. leg. It was a whole horse leg, and no. I was not about. I won't mess- he wanted me to be little pony. No, no, it was huge. Love I my told my husband man. that if we, we if we gonna do this, you have to marry me. You ain't ruining me for the for the rest ah. of my fucking vagina. Because <laughs> I was a I don't need a dick. horse dick. Ah. And you gonna run away? That. And I'm just you're not gonna go. realign my ovaries uh, and my uterus and all I that. I can't do nothing after you. I think right. My, I think my vagina is so tight. 
It's because I was a virgin most of my life. Okay, right. That's why my vagina. So I lost oh, my virginity. Does it work that way? When I graduated that's, from college, that's when I lost see? my virginity. Oh. And then I came to New York. You know, New York sexually liberated. I just, you know, do you became think, free in New York, y'all. So it's, okay. <laughs> so for us, especially like coming from the Bible Belt, like growing up, I didn't necessarily grow up in a super religious household, but um, my best friend and her family. I pretty much grew up in the church with them. I always, I guess, wanted to be special. I, I mean, I don't feel like I did it too young, but I was in high school. Yeah, you want to be married. Um, it was my high school sweetheart. Y'all and, was so freaks. That nigga cheated school. on me though, but uh, it's all good. Now, Shout all out to y'all him. Oh, <laughs> y'all niggas was fast in high school. Uh, I was a good girl and shit. Nobody wanted my ass. Right. And, I was a good girl and, and bad. I, and I, had, I had one boyfriend the whole time, and we did have. <laughs> Lots of it. Mm. Probably more than high school kids should have. But it was the same dude the whole time. So I feel like that was the past. Shit, I'm the only one on here. And then people out here thinking I'm out there. Shit, I done waited all the way to after college. I feel like I missed my glory whole days, though. I feel so bad. Well, that's why. Because in college, everybody nice was hoeing and shit. For your what, like, if you live in the South, no one was really, like, vocal about sex that much mm-hmm. to me. Everybody's so open about fucking here in New York City. Well, they so fucking open up here. Well, I'm not gonna act like we was prudes back home. I definitely was in middle school and there were girls yeah, pregnant. True, you're right. And going right. to you know the alternative school but to go it's have their baby. From New York, but though. the difference though is <laughs> New York we, is worse. In Texas, they put you in an alternative school. If you're pregnant, you can't even mingle with the Child, population. It ain't that way no more. I'm quite oh. sure that they all together now. But New York is like okay. on a whole nother level, though. <laughs> know, These look, kids grow up real age. fast up here. So it's not just New York City. The kids grow up fast here, but the kids are growing up fast everywhere. Yeah, and I that's think it's because just a sign of the time. It's really. the access that we have. Everybody's on social media. Yeah. It's what we're being fed. So so different. So you know, that these yeah. expectations of these men and women now is so very different because the times are changing. Yeah, the men, so. they be expecting you to be like a side chick these days. They be having too much expectation. Or they a second wife, a third wife. Shit, some of them normally well, up here. Shit. Well, listen, when you get into that uh, right, polyamorous. Right. Man. Well, I, I can always respect it if you like this you is open? what it is. I'm not saying I'm a partake, right. but I just respect it. If you like, if you give me that option and be like, all right, no, I'm good. And we expect y'all not to be hypocrites, you know? Like, I'm just saying that women are much more sexually empowered, you know, just like men are out here doing their thing. Women are too, because that, you know, we're women and we're warm blooded just like men are too. But just saying that, you know, these expectations, these norms, like we're, we're similar in a lot of ways. Oh, don't judge us guys. You know, so basically let's just wrap that all up. Don't judge unless <laughs> ye, ye ready to be judged too. That's what I have to say about that. Bottom line. All right, y'all. So for our grits of the week, our girl raised in the South, shout out. Um, this week, I think that Candy is one of the more level-headed, you know, women. She seems super cool, but I just love the fact that Candy is a mother, and she's such a boss-ass businesswoman. Like, I like I girl. think that Candy is such a boss, and I just, I love her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know Candy, she be getting a little flack. I, I, I see, I seen some shady things like on you know reality TV, Real Housewives of Atlanta. I don't like her. She cried too damn In much general, for me. I feel like she's so but reasonable. Overall, I, every time I look up, 
you know, she's doing something, whether it's opening up her second restaurant uh, because old lady game, the first one was so successful that she could open up a second one. Exactly. You know, she's always just pushing the envelope and doing more. I know that she did that uh, cabaret show mm-hmm. out in Atlanta, uh, I think back in the fall. So she's just always doing different things. I know her cut candy coated night. Candy coated night. The, the sex, the toy, sex line. toy line. Y'all bought the sex toys? I looked up. I did. Nah, I, 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 I have seen my buy. Okay, oh girl. I have I don't have oh. any. Damn. I don't I don't I, I need to buy any. I need to buy one of them toys. I don't her. use I toys. I don't know if I got it from her. I got the lipstick. I'm like, if you can I'm gonna have to get them now. now. Mm, mm, <laughs> I got, oh, I have the powder puff thing. I never I don't I got it as a gift. Somebody need to give me. If somebody wants to give me one of those lipsticks, nah, but you know, so birthday gift. Yeah, no, because you could literally shout candy out probably every six months. Right, yo, and I mean, I love based on what she's doing business wise. Right, like, and every even with songwriting, you know, people are like, you know, candy, not even the best singer, but guess what? Candy, 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 one of the best songwriters. Yeah, Uh, hell, she wrote, uh, she co-wrote it with Tiny uh, that. Ed Sheeran uh, in love with your body that was a big record for her and she just wrote uh, for Ariana Ariana Grande's upcoming album she's got a, a writer's credit on that she getting big money Ariana just using all the black songs and Listen. black inspiration for her music she's still it from Soulja Boy now she got Candy Listen. writing her songs right I, I, so I'm all I'm here for Candy like I said I, I love the fact that she continues to do her thing and continues to just challenge herself to just do more and more um and i think it's something that we could all you know take what? something from i know especially the people at my mama's church that can't sing out there you know there's people out there in church choir they Baby, know they can't sing let me they be you. trying to sing leave when they really need to direct and do other they stuff they can so direct they can write in the back they can produce they can write you can be a sound engineer you can yes, play the piano play play the uh drum the organ, man. organ. You know, Man. look at Candy as your inspiration. Right. She can't sing, but she can write. And a lot what? of y'all need to be doing the same thing. And she thing. sure know how to make money. So, shout out to that boss. All right. Shout out to Candy. Okay. Okay. All right, y'all. So, this brings us to our segment, Bless Your Heart. So, Ooh. basically, for us Southerners, that we know that Bless Your Heart means what, Yami? You fucking up. So, if we feel like something is a hot mess, something that we don't like, huh. something that we need to pray for, or Speak so on people it. that we need to pray for, we say, bless your heart. Mm-hmm. So, bless I'm blessing my heart to something that's New Yorkish. So, right now. So, I just was watching the news, and I saw that they said that they're speeding up the tracks, the train tracks. Mm-hmm. So, now they said some trains don't have a limit anymore what do you mean like like you know the conductor can go as fast as he wants that's bro. terrifying you know a lot of people have been dying on the tracks and you know last year uh the trains are falling off the damn tracks now y'all don't want to yeah. have a speed limit now these conductors is oh, go fast as they want it's about to be bogarting so if i take the the c line the a line is just gonna keep going before me and stops like i'm just tired of they this. want people to no die order. i think they're getting tired of and then what about the people that jump on the tracks they don't even have time to you know survive 
You know, you can't even talk them into coming back on the platform. Why would anybody want to jump people in jump the pathway time. People of jump a train? All the time on the track. I don't know why they want to die that gruesomely, but uh, they should stop. They do. And it happened to my homeboy. And the crazy thing is, my homeboy was, uh, he was on his train and the conductor was, you know, he was going slow and he saw the guy jump on the track. So they stopped the train and they had a the police able to talk the man up, um, to come back on the platform. If the trains are going fast now, they don't have no speed limit. They're just going to kill all these people trying to commit suicide now. It's just like, Lord, New York is just yeah, doing too I, I much. I would like to hear what the rules are around. I don't there. know right. why they're speeding New, up the tracks. New York is doing a lot this week. And you know what? Because I'm blessing my heart to New York again. Oh, too Lord. much. Look, what so happened to New York? The New York legislators cheered and applauded. I'm sorry. I got this off of um, CBN News. Mm. Uh, New York. Is that credible? Hold on, I don't even know if that's real. Is that credible? Let's go back. Uh, So I just recently read in an article that New York legislators cheered and applauded Tuesday night after the state Senate removed restrictions on late-term abortions, allowing unborn babies to be aborted on the day of birth. Mm. And then uh, Governor Cuomo was quoted as saying, today we are taking a giant step forward to the hard-fought battle to ensure a woman's right to make her own decisions about her own personal health, including the ability to access an abortion. So I am all for women's rights. I am pro-choice all day long. But whenever you are, quote unquote, aborting a baby on the day of birth, now we're just talking about murder. murder. That's so sad. I just, I don't understand that at all. We live in, Lord, Jesus. New York is the land of Sodom and Gomorrah, I'm telling y'all. That's that's a price that's a little too high for me. I just, I can't rock with it. They up there just, poor babies. When in so many other states. You know, I know they have these other thresholds of time. Y'all and the were problem talking is, about six it, weeks. Six so weeks. It creates, was, a, it, it creates a really ridiculous hmm. fight, a legislative fight amongst the states. Mm-hmm. Because you have New York going this far, and all that does is rile up the crazies on the other end of the spectrum right. who say, oh, you can't get an abortion until you have to travel here and you have to do this mm. and blah, 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 blah. And like all of the mess that's happening in the South that I also think is going too far hmm. as right. it relates to access. So, shit is sad, man. you know, where is just moderation? Right. So I'm surprised. So y'all are pro-choice. I'm pro-choice. I am pro-choice. Okay. And you I- know, that's strange. You know, the Southern people, they all like a lot of Southern people. I had a homegirl. She black. And she's against abortion. She's from the South. Yeah. So I think she's from like Miami or Florida or something like that. But I'm pro-choice to a certain extent. Like, I feel like I'm pro-choice in terms of like if women were raped and Mm -hmm. they had situations like that, like they can die from birth. Right. But like... Some women these Some days, people abuse yeah, they begin to like and 10 also, abortions, yeah. 5 I mean, 10 yeah. abortions. And, and let me be clear, yes. mm-hmm. you know, the, the legislation in New York does, it's up until the baby's due date if the woman's health is at risk. But, oh, you know. Okay, so they, they choose the woman over the baby. Well, why can't they I, just I still have just a, don't think this is early birth? You know, some people die but at there's birth, There's a difference though. between, like, when you're just saying we're going to terminate the baby. That's so sad. I don't, I just don't Like, get how? That. I mean, how are you going like, to what do does that? that? mean? Exactly. Just, <laughs> right. They going to say it? Like, how they going to kill that poor baby, Lord? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's some more details around this. Ooh, I, I don't understand some of this stuff that they be saying. This is, this is the type of stuff that I think turns women away from being quote unquote feminist. You know, whenever you start having things like, you know, when you have people pushing for this and saying that this is what feminism looks mm-hmm. like or shit, you know, when you go to the gym and. And these girls just be out there not shaving 
and 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 wearing Girl, tank tops. I don't wear deodorant. Just a whole ball of hair get up under my stare. Ass away from me. <laughs> I don't All that. You shave your armpit. <laughs> it's gonna bring us to our word of encouragement for today. We're gonna try to send y'all off on a note of positivity. Yes. And I think Yami is gonna bring us in with that word today. Illustrious Black History Month coming up. <laughs> in light of Black History Month coming up, I am going to give the word of the day from our great wife, Coretta Scott King. You know, we're always quoting MLK. Right, mm-hmm. But right. you know, Coretta had a couple of wonderful words of encouragement as well. Mm-hmm. So Miss Coretta Scott King, a grit as well, said, hate is too great a burden to bear. It injures the hater more than it injures the hated. She mm-hmm. was using the hater term before everybody you know else was saying? using right. the hater. She was, See, she we was, didn't even know how hip she was. She was real before her time, and y'all. Okay. Over 40 years later, guess what? It's, it's, it's still, still relevant. Right. Mm-hmm. More than ever. We, we Don't still, waste your time hating on folks. We still dealing with so much hate from discussions about walls and we got government shutdowns and we got... It, it, got it, the people on our jobs. We got everybody, you know. Some of y'all be haters. You know, y'all you probably know, be hated too, shit. Y'all be you hating. Know, I have my, I have my hater moments. Y'all be hating on social media. I have my hater moments comments. too, shit. Y'all need to stop, stop with the hate. Y'all need to to hug each other more and spread more positivity. Mm. And and before you get up in the morning and start spewing that negativity, brush your teeth. That's all I got. Is that your pretty girl's tip? <laughs> I'm just saying, brush your teeth, brush your teeth before you, before you hate. <laughs> brush your teeth before you get up hating on the gram, pretty much. Shit, I yes. be hating on people's shit. <laughs> I, y'all be hating. Y'all be was hating on uh, Nick Minaj, so I, y'all was hating my bitch Nick. I, I try not. So y'all some I haters. try not to spread hate. Stop spreading on that platforms hate. like that because. People just feed off. I of don't that hate thing. on black people online. Y'all, though. we gotta like, give I each other so low. Laundry, laundry in the house. When yes. they be talking about like they be talk like say I see somebody a black person online look a hot mess and people comment. I don't say shit because I don't. I try to keep right. that between just us, black people. Like so, I don't want to put that online. So don't be a hater. Spread positivity. Spread love. It's, it's the Brooklyn way. Way right. Hey, we in Brooklyn. It's the Brooklyn right. way. Right. So it only makes sense. So, yeah. All right. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of Grits in the City podcast. That's Girls Raised in the South and the City. We're here every Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and anywhere else you listen to your podcast. And we want to hear from you. Do you have a funny, heartwarming story about being a transplant in a new city? Tell us about it. When you're listening and you want to chime in, chime in. Write us or even send us a voice recording and send it to gritsinthecitypodcast at gmail.com. We hope you love the show, and if you did, go to iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud and subscribe to the show, rate us, and leave comments. And tell your friends and family, please. Please.